Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And we are going into round four of the Bledsoe Saga. Kyle said that it should wrap it up today. Yeah. So again, we're just going to jump right into it after we get through the business and kind of go back to our regular uh, scheduled programming next week or the week after sometime. Anyway, first off, if you haven't listened to the first three episodes, make sure you go back and check them out. They are in chronological order. It's important to do that before you listen to this one. Also, I forget what I was going to say, but the business. Check us out at all our... (laughs) (laughs) It's getting late. It is. We're working on it. And we just got done with a two-hour episode and then an interview right before that. Yeah, going ham. But check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Check us out. Come hang out. Be part of the community. You know, you know, you know the drill. If you have a uh, listener experience you'd like to share for us to feature on a future show, Kyle's got a bit he's going to tell you. Yeah, you can uh, check the show notes. Our holophone number's in there. You can give us a call uh, here soon. I'm probably going to open the door for some interviews that way we can just uh change the pace up a little bit after this giant Bledsoe saga and uh yeah just have a good time but um as far as your experiences go you can write them out send them to any of the socials you can text the holophone you can call it, leave a message um or you can write it out send it to the email which is gonna be holoskypodcast at gmail.com you can also record yourself and Send that via email. Whichever way you want to do it, the floor is yours. If you'd like to support the show, we have a bunch of ways you can do it. We have a merch store. Go and check out our t-shirts. We have a Patreon. Find a peer you like or a tier you like and uh, pick one. You can support us that way. We have a Venmo. You can throw us some monster change in there. Thanks to everybody that supports us and keep the show, the show Absolutely. going. It's it's wonderful. You guys are amazing. Every everybody's amazing. All of our listeners. Um, best thing you can do is word of mouth. Spread the whole sky word. Just get the more listeners we get, the better. The bigger of a platform we can produce, and the more content we can produce, and just get it all out there. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I forget. I don't know. But yeah, just tell everybody to listen to us. And oh yeah, leave it. You can keep leaving us ratings and reviews too. Those are cool. Yeah, we appreciate That's what that. I was gonna say. We'll get back to shouting them out once we get through this Bledsoe saga as well. But that being said, we're going in for round four, the conclusion of the Bledsoe saga. So in 2013, Chris gets a call to attend an event called The Gathering. No, it's not oh. the Juggalos. I was taking a drink of Monster, and I was going to say it. No, nope, I knew it. it. <laughs> so, Oh, if these beings are Juggalos. It would make a way too much sense. I, I'll just I'll quit the podcast. So Chris initially has reservations about going, but ends up deciding to go. He calls Dr. Pasalka and asks her to attend, and she accepts. When Chris gets off the plane and gets on the bus, he sits next to a Grant Cameron. They hit it off very quickly and became dear friends. One day, Grant calls Chris and says, hey, I have a congressional thing, and after that, I'm driving to Florida for a UFO conference. On the way down, would it be cool if I stopped by and spent some time with you? 
Chris is like, yeah, of course. So Grant stops by, hangs out with Chris, and then leaves to go to Florida. Well, after the conference, Grant calls Chris again and says, hey, I'm on my way back. Would it be all right if I stop by again? I didn't get enough, of pic- get enough pictures of that tree, the one that was burning. So Chris says, of course, come on back by. We'll be here. When Grant finally gets there, he gets out of his vehicle and goes straight to that tree. Chris and him are standing around the tree taking pictures, and a black lab walks up and hangs out with the guys. Now, the black lab was Chris's dog named Nellie. They start back to the house, and she's following them. They reach the back patio where the rest of the family was hanging out, and the lab was still with them. After a minute, Chris asks Grant, you know, he's like, hey, would you want to go in and have a seat, chat, you know, use the restroom, get a drink, whatever? Grant turns, you know, he's like, yeah, sure. So Grant turns around, and he's headed for the door. Well, the black lab is kind of like, like what most dogs will do. They'll try to beat you inside. It tries to cut in front. Classic Frank move. Right. Well, all of a sudden, blood starts squirting from the dog's neck. They even have pictures of blood all over Grant's pant legs. So, you know, the, the dog tries, it basically runs into the door, spraying blood everywhere. Chris runs in and tackles the dog and picks her up and carries her out to the patio. Chris puts his hand over her neck, trying to cover the wound. And, you know, at this point, he looks up at Grant and is kind of freaking out, saying she's going to die. And all of a sudden, she feels he feels the dog relax. Chris asks for a towel to cover up the wound. When Chris lifts his hand to place the towel there, he notices there was like an inch and a half gash on the side of her neck. Well, in this moment, the gash vanishes. She stands up, wags her tail, and walks away. What? Yeah. So Chris calls his scientist friends, and they ask him to do this and that, things that he, at this point, really can't elaborate on for some reason. Chris says, from this, from this experience here, Chris says, I get roped into cancer research, stem cell research, among other stuff. From the dog. From that experience. How bizarre is that? That from that experience, he gets wrapped into the medical field. Which, I mean, essentially, if it is... Doesn't make sense. If it's linked to the beings possibly healing the dog, I could see that. Uh, the only way that it would work for me and my brain yeah. is if they took that dog and tried taking blood samples, skin samples, oh, yeah, 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 to yeah. see if there was something that they could trace within that animal. Therefore, pulling cells from yeah, to yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like Unless reverse they, yeah. bioengineer in a way. Unless they thought that they like like the Pentagon, they thought that maybe he could get this technology or this medical information from these beings. Hey, that's a possibility you know, as like well. Just kind of working through him. I don't know. That's that is that is weird. And I know that Chris doesn't he doesn't really elaborate too much on some of this stuff but 
he has since taken part in helping heal people, but he's adamant that he doesn't, he's not the one helping these people. He claims he's helped very important people, people, which he does not elaborate on. Richard Dolan asked to speak more on that, but Chris insists that he doesn't want to make it about himself. He has to stay humble, but he said that it's taken him as far as Washington to help people. So he's helped very big names in regards of healing. There was a woman named Chase Kletsky. She spoke with Richard about an experience she had on the Bledsoe property. They were part of an investigation, and the things got a little crazy, as Richard Dolan states. It sounds like Chase is a very close friend of Mr. Bledsoe. On Saturday night, Chris was outside by the fire, and he saw two white orbs in the sky. They appeared out of nowhere. All of a sudden, they come down at a high rate of speed. As they got closer, they changed their color to orange. Chris notices that changes to white and flashes four times. They stop behind this his house a little ways. Then the other one flashes white, and then they both take off to the west. Well, Sunday, this chase calls Chris and asks if he knows where St. Paul is. He says, yes, it's not far from where I live. At this point, Chris stops her. And explain, he's like, let me tell you what happened Saturday. She's like, okay. <clears throat> and then you can tell me what you have going on. So Chase is like, okay. So he tells her about the orbs and whatnot. And she's like, oh, wow. Well, she gets a call regarding a case with some ghost hunters that reached out. They went out to an abandoned house to investigate. The ghost hunters walked out of the back door of this house and started to explore the woods. And they actually ended up witnessing the same orbs Chris had witnessed. The orbs put on a light show for him. Not long after this, the group experienced missing time. The group ended up witnessing a figure next to a tree. And of this group, there were two that were cops. They were so terrified by this figure, they started to shoot at it because they had their firearms on them. So Chase asked Chris if he would be interested in going with her to this location to investigate it. Chris is like, yeah, sure, why not? They linked up with the group. because So now at this point, Chris and Chase are linking up with this ghost hunter group that had investigated it the night before. So they start investigating. They go all through the house. When Chris walked through a door... He lost his balance, almost like something had pushed him. So, believe it or not, at this point, Chris is like, yeah, that that's just a little too scary for me. I'm going to go outside and chill. So, he waits for all of them to get done, and they leave the house and decided to walk across the way towards where the ghost hunter group had this experience. So they walked with a tree line, and within the tree line, there's a cabin. And it's a cabin that's basically falling apart. Well, they investigate it, and nothing really happens. So they walk out of the back door, and they walk across this ditch straight into the forest. They walk about 100, 100 yards or so, and they come to a clearing with a, a power line running through it. They don't see much. 
so they start to head back towards the cabin. So at this point, Chris must have felt some type of way because he started to sing a song so that the beings couldn't read his thoughts. All of a sudden, everyone starts to become afraid, and one of them pulls his gun out again. When I'm assuming they're stopped, and Chris says that he sees a pair of green eyes appear from behind a tree. And Chris taps Chase on her, sh- on her shoulder and says, look, well, she sees it too. It was a six to seven foot tall entity that leaned around the tree and was staring at them. It was roughly 20 feet away from these two. Chris estimated they were roughly 50 feet, 50 feet from the cabin at this point. So after this entity had left, they crossed the ditch, which should have put them right back at the cabin. But as they crossed this ditch, they ended up back at the power line that they had seen earlier. So somewhere in there, they got turned around and... Or moved. Or moved. And Chris said... We have missing time. He refrained from telling anyone because at this point, everyone was already stressed and super scared. So they started to head back to the cabin again, a rough 15-minute walk, and this time they made it to the cabin. A few days later, Chase calls Chris and says, you aren't going to believe what happened. Chris says, we experienced experienced missing time, didn't we? She's like, how did you know that? He's, he's like, I just assume that because we got, we got so turned around and I figure we probably lost roughly 15 minutes of time. Well, the ghost hunter group, they were a pretty advanced ghost hunter group. They had cameras and everything. Like they had helmet cams on all these different types of cameras. And I guess they were able to verify through watching these videos that there was about a 14-minute section that they couldn't account for. Oh, I hate that. Right. I hate that so much. And then at this point, uh, I'm listening to Ryan and Chris talk, and they're, they're talking about some of the experience. I noticed... Some pretty interesting things, and this is kind of going back to earlier in the last episode where Chris says that his friends at NASA and the Vatican warn him of these orb beings. They said that if we were to touch them, these orbs, their energy was more than enough to kill you. These beings don't mean any harm, but if you do touch them, it'd almost be like grabbing a power line, you, you know, it. they would kill you instantly. Chris was also sent pictures from within the Vatican of paintings of orbs with angels coming out of them. So it kind of aids in Chris's narrative here. You know, Uh, I also saw, and if anybody's interested, Mr. Bledsoe has an Instagram page and he posts videos and pictures of these lights in the sky all the fucking time. He even posted a bunch of orb pictures where it shows uh, 
beings within these orbs. It's fucking weird. Like, I'll see if I can't pull one up real quick. Because there's that, one. That sucks. There's one that Chris writes. He thinks it was his son that passed away. And I hate to fucking say it, but it really does look like there's a damn baby inside here. You see it? Yeah, that's kind of creepy. You see the baby's face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got his head tilted. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's not hard to point out. That's weird. Not hard to point out at all. Again, again, just like the last episode, it's like it is playing on his emotional state. For sure. It's it's so weird. It's, and like, it's like a cosmic gaslighting is, yeah. what, is what it is. And I mean, the fucked up thing is, is like, I legitimately, without, like, no joking, I have probably listened to Mr. Bledsoe talks, like, audio time, I've listened to about six hours of this man talking. Easy. And I'm telling you right now that the way he talks, like I, I am very, very particular about people's choice of words, the tones, their their body language, choice of words, everything. I'm very particular about how you use them. And nothing about this man tells me he's lying. Oh, I, I... And over six hours of audio... There's not one part of me that goes, this man's lying. Oh, uh, just just from what I read in his statement or what I've heard you talk about in his statements, I don't think he's lying for a second. I think he has experienced everything that he says he's experienced. I do too. I don't think what he's experiencing is what he thinks it is. Is what he thinks it is. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, another thing that is pretty interesting. So Chris, you know, now obviously has at least a connection or two at the Vatican. Now, apparently from secret parts within the Vatican, it was revealed to Chris that St. Francis of Assisi, who was known for having a case of stigmata, well, apparently they were able to basically clarify that it it was actually rheumatoid arthritis, right? His stigmata? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. It was basically more or less the description with the, the symptoms surrounding uh, St. Francis's stigmata. Well, it just so happens that Chris has rheumatoid arthritis. Now, apparently, according to the CIA and people from within the Vatican, you can get rheumatoid arthritis from coming in contact with these beings. Damn, my grandma has rheumatoid arthritis. And apparently they did a study. <clears throat> they, they took a bunch of people who I guess claimed to have experiences with these, with things like this and almost all of them had rheumatoid arthritis. That's that is so weird. Yep. Ah, uh, what in the hell? 
Chris says that the excited state of these orbs can actually gene split a person, like cause gene splits. And it all has to do with some type of, of plasma discharge. And I'm also listening to what they're saying, and they, they bring up aliens and being able to communicate through thoughts like these beings can, or how they cannot. And this this part kind of blows me away a little bit because they're trying to like relay how I, I think they more or less picture aliens on a level of like us because Chris and his son don't think that aliens can communicate telepathically. And we've heard more than enough cases. Oh yeah. Going the opposite direction. But furthermore, he doesn't think that aliens can do it, nor would they care about, Chris and his his particular set of suffering. And does he So he doesn't think that he doesn't think that they would be aliens because he doesn't think the aliens would care. Yeah. But he does think that whatever this divine creator is does does care enough. Yeah. Which I, you know, I counter that and I countered it in the last episode where We've heard more than enough examples of, of Draco's leeching negativity off the human race. Like that's why they that's why there's so much negativity in the world is because they feed off of it. And it's not the first time I've heard it. And that's just in regards to the Dracos. There's other things out there that supposedly leech off all the negativity we breed. Oh yeah. You hear you you hear that with demonic encounters and, and all all sorts right. of shit. Like Exactly. Exactly. And it I kind of, man, I, <coughs> how to go into this. Now I want to look into rheumatoid arthritis and see if people that have rheumatoid arthritis have like some sort of common. Well, there's like during Ryan and Chris's conversation and Ryan being his son, um, they, they claimed that Chris got his rheumatoid arthritis when he was being pulled up through. The uh, in the last episode, he got pulled up to the attic and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he came in contact with them there, and then Ryan kind of, man, and I'm not trying to like discredit him or anything they say, but he claims that more or less from the Vatican's description, from the St. Francis of Assisi and the rheumatoid arthritis, like he puts the whole like having stigmata onto his father. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm trying to convey here? I see. I see. Like, essentially, his dad had stigmata uh, to a degree. I see. I'm trying to look up... Like, I feel like... If it's... If there's any... I'm trying to find information that says that St. Francis had rheumatoid arthritis. Well, this was apparently from uh, deep within the Vatican. Oh. So I won't be able to... 
You could probably find you, you could probably find that he had stigmata. Oh yeah, that's I knew that. Yeah, that's what I'm but that's this was revealed from secret parts of the Vatican that it actually translated to rheumatoid arthritis, but that's not as cool of a story. No, people do not want to hear that. Oh people, no. People want no, no, no. crucifixion wounds, not yeah. sore knuckles. So I don't know. Take that for what you will. That's... Now another thing that it does like like it's almost it's almost like they're now they're driving the religious narrative. Yeah, there's a bunch of different factors, man. Like like now he was the supreme being chose Chris to put the message out, and now he's also suffering from the stigmata, which isn't actually the stigmata; it's just rheumatoid arthritis. But we're gonna we're gonna spin that web a little bit, yeah. You know, to and keep then furthermore that forward. furthermore that Ryan kind of puts that onto his father, like this whole like yeah, like he's religious kinda, stigmata deal. It's just it was weird, right? I feel that, that that feels like a long grasp. Like they were really reaching for that one. Yeah, it's kind of where I was at with it, and it, it's just funny because like, and this is the interview. You can find it on Bledsoe said so. You can find it on the YouTube. And I'm not like I'm not discrediting anyone. Like I'm no 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 trying to cast throw shade or anything like no, that. No no no. That just seems like a reach to me. Yeah, and I I don't know. Like I feel like that was more Ryan placing that onto his father than his father actually accepting that. Yeah, it makes... Because Chris is ultra humble. Like, he doesn't even want to talk about all the cases in which he's helped people. Like, he's helped uh, a woman come out on his property. She had, like, stage four lung cancer. He helped... Or, not him, but these beings helped cure her. Like, Chris wants to be a healer. He wants to help people. Like, he has nothing but pure fucking intentions he wants this all to be positive he wants humanity to be saved he wants a bunch of good in the world you can tell by listening to this guy um they they get in this conversation about the yin and yang of earth how dark forces are here and this is a fight of good and evil isn't that weird that we just talked about that with Burton too right and then (laughs) not to mention like I even write you know, I'm baffled by this these statements because we hear this so often. We heard it, Brotherhood of the Snake, once again, how you had the two factions. And then we hear about it in, I forget the name, but it was our Super Soldier episode where the guy talked about warring factions within all of this, within the Illuminati, within this, how you have this good and evil faction and they're fighting for control and... You just see that narrative so much in a lot of these things and, and warring factions within the CIA and this and that and the other and just very ironic. Another thing that is very particular and I found it interesting, Chris said that these beings wear a triangle on their chest, which is the Trinity, the universal creation of life, the power of three. What's in our logo? The, the triangle. Whole thing, I, uh, no, the, just like our original OG one, oh, yeah, just yeah, the yeah, triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. What's hanging right there? On the yeah, wall? it's very, very <laughs> synchronistic, very weird. And like I said, could just 100% be me drawing lines that aren't there. <laughs> I will fully admit that in anything that I suggest. It's, now that I'm thinking back into other 
episodes and other information we stumbled across and a lot of it like just <sighs> pieces fall into place. It's just really weird. Kind of. Like this a lot of this this like runs right with Stardust. And it's just it's really weird. I don't know. Um Chris and Ryan also get to talking about we're gonna finally be like with this. This is all supposed to happen in 2026, but we're supposed to be being updated on how we were created and how it was an evolution. And this is what the lady directly tells Chris. And ironically enough, you know, Ryan brings up that in Hindu religion, apparently teaches that in 2025, the age of darkness will end. So according to the woman who's, of light, you know, this new enlightenment is going to happen in 2026. Mm, I see, I see. Um, during one of Chris's encounters, he witnessed a being and it told him the awakening is coming and they are going to help him tell the story through video, pictures, and experiences. They also warned him danger is coming and a change. They brought up, you know, and, and this was prior to covid and then this was they they warned them of danger coming these beings did not specifically tell them about covid or any pandemic coming now you know ryan brought up the fact that not long after he had this warning that's when the pandemic started so there is a possible correlation there so sometimes they'll warn him of premonitions that are specific enough to send to the pentagon but other times they're just vague. I think, I think every time Chris gets something, he does send it to the Pentagon, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get to talking about these beings and how some people can't see them, and some, you know, or how some people can see them and some can't. Chris thinks that some people just aren't wired to see them, and that if, if your soul. Or if you are not ready to see these beings, that it can like really distort your reality. It can mess up your life, borderline kill you. Yeah. Right? I, that's kind of like the line that I said, like, maybe, maybe we're not supposed to see these things, you know? Right. Maybe we are, we have all these defense mechanisms set into our brains to where... Like I said at the end of the last episode where he could be staring in the face of something that we can't even fathom. Oh, for sure. he sees the most beautiful woman he's right. ever seen. I like, like I said, I just picture in my head him standing there just in awe, just an absolute enthrallment, just enamored. And we all see like this giant, just unspeakable abomination that would be so terrifying standing there just saying isn't like isn't she beautiful it'd be so terrifying you feel the love (laughs) it would be so terrifying we can't close the door because it's already been opened yeah and then you know in that uh video you know they they even uh acknowledge how 2012 was a very significant year they bring up CERN fired off that year, and we've talked about how 2012 oh, was yeah. a very significant year. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what the 
fuck happened right in 2012 because right. everything so started changing so you know once again I, i'm gonna re double down on this i 100 believe mr bledsoe i 100 believe he's experiencing something i i i can can almost tell without a doubt Mr. Bledsoe is a very sweet and humble and genuine person. Like, I don't think this man has an ill will in his body at all. I really don't. With that being said, we get into some conversation here that I don't particularly like, but I feel like I have to bring it to light. I feel like me and Steve are very honest people. We pride ourselves on on telling the truth from our set of eyes. Now, it doesn't mean that you and me are right. Absolutely not. No, I was I was going to chime in with that. Like, we may we may may not be right, but we will like we will never lead people purposely astray. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, we might not have all the answers, but we will put out there what we do have. Right. And and when when shit doesn't pan out, like we'll be the first ones to tell you, like, yo, we we were duped. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, and we we've were... we've actually done it. Yeah. We but don't, we don't have anything to gain by fucking like enhancing any any of no. like, like shit is weird enough on its own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I bring all that up because during this two hour interview with Ryan and his dad, there was a statement made I'm not going to lie, it borderline offended me. Like, it really did. It, like, <clears throat> I'm, I, you, my ears perk now. <laughs> like, it just, it broke my heart, man. It really did. Like, the 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 disregard, like, I, I've invested a lot of time into this case, and it has made me feel incredible. It's made me feel scared. It has borderline changed the way I, I think about things. It's expanded my thought process. Like it's done a lot for me. And I don't know. I'll just get into it. So there's a second there's a part where Ryan, you know, they're talking about these entities, and Ryan gets into how in the Irish lore, uh, you can relate these beings to it. Like, he equates the fey realm now with these beings of light and how they are possibly the same thing, right? And then Mr. Bledsoe goes into, well, before I get there, now, keep, now this, is, this is ironic because prior, I should have started this before I said the fairy, part but prior to this they go into this like karmaic talk where you should not talk ill of anyone because by by talking ill of someone you are putting negative forces into the universe yeah, that right makes sense. that makes sense yeah and it, it's this whole like karmaic thing and like you, you just shouldn't because those that ill will can come back to you. Yeah, you get what you give. Exactly. So keep that in mind. And like I said, there Ryan is equating these beings of light with fairies, and Chris goes in 
to how these beings can basically be everything. Middle Eastern genies, demons, goblins, fairies, ETs. And then Chris goes into how people accuse him of selling religion because he's too close to religion, which in all fairness, I'm not defending the opposite here, but you can almost assume that would be people's go-to, right? Because Chris has already admitted he's, he's, he grew up hyper-religious. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And now, it's fair to say that he's seeing all of this through a particular set of lenses, right? And, yeah. What were you going to say? He's contradicted himself because in the last episode, he states during his regression or during, during the episode that they are not demons. Yes. That he he was he actually hated that people referred to them as demons. Right. Not hate hated is a strong word, but I'm just like throwing that out there. Yeah. But now he's saying that they can be demons. Yeah. Yeah. He says that they can basically be whatever they want to be. They can turn into whatever <laughs> they want. Good. And I I would also assume with the demon part of it, maybe because he has referenced there are good ones and bad ones. Yeah. Or uh, of this of the entities, we're but I don't. About. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. of the same entities, right? Yeah, because I mean, like you know me, I'm I'm all aboard the train that all of this weird shit is it is at least fallen under the same umbrella. If it's not all the same entities, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I I understand your point of view, and I it, I'm not not necessarily a single entity. Okay. But like uh I could uh, all of it be from of a different same... dimension vein, so to speak. Yeah, and we're just we're just putting it into our own our our own life's the only way we can put it together, whether it be a demon, That's whether possible. it be a fairy, whether it be a Bigfoot, you know, like it's we're 100% just trying possible. to make the best sense out of it. hundred percent possible. And you know what? I'm not even I'm not even gonna throw out I would I would never do this. You know, Ryan and his father, Chris, they have their own view on the paranormal and on all of it. And that's fair. Like, that's 100%. They could be 100% right. That's the best part about being in the paranormal community. Right. And you, you can tell. If, if you want to, go watch that interview because you can tell. There are things that Ryan and his father are privy to that we don't know about. Yeah. Because there are a lot of, like... Inside windows in there, where he's like, <clears throat> Ryan would be like, Dad, do you want to talk about this? He's like, We don't have to name names, we don't have to point finger. And then Chris kind of like dances away from it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there, there's a lot of context that we are not getting here, you know, and, and for whatever reason, a lot of it could very well be NDAs. You know, if oh, he's yeah, really in tight with the government, I'm guaranteed there's a lot of NDAs going on. Yeah. But uh, here is the part that actually offended me, you know, because Chris says that it's it's mostly UFO people who are accusing him of selling religion. Ryan chimes in with, Dad, let me give you some advice. Never take anything that anyone from the UFO world tells you seriously. 
And Chris says, I don't. And I'm kind of like, that kind of makes me feel fucked up. Yeah, it's almost like he has completely written that aspect off. 100%. To him, it is it is 100% religious. But he goes as far as to say, don't take anything from anyone in this camp serious at all. Yeah. Like that just that, that is just a com- disservice. That just, yeah, that yeah. just completely nukes everyone who believes in extraterrestrial. You're done. Goodbye. Out of my life. Yeah. Now, being that I'm a smart person, well, not really. Anyways, we'll avoid that topic. But I'm an understanding person. So with that, with that, could it be? Because I, I don't, I don't know how they think, and I don't know. They got burnt by MUFON. I was just going to say that. So I was just going to. Is say there that. a little bit of saltiness there? Yeah. Bad taste in their mouth from the whole MUFON thing. They, yeah. They've written the whole community off. And and if further, but what he says now, when he says UFO world, is he implying MUFON uh, organizations? Maybe he's not implying like everybody that, like you and me, that are like. Aliens. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. more the, the orchestrated side of it. Yeah. I'm just trying to give benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. And, is more or less and what I'm trying to do. When they when they downplay the that that aspect of Chris's encounter, it just puts the whole religious aspect of his encounter. Yeah. Well, it it gets pushes better. up further, further it, gets, it up. It gets better. Oh. I as feel far like as far as I like, feel like it's by better you were being facetious a little bit okay a little bit um you know i i don't know i'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt you know and 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 to be fair like i also see it from if he's going down this angle is he going down the angle of like i explained to my wife you know like me and steve we're super honest guys and we don't give a shit about nothing so if me and Steve were to make a t-shirt that says that, all this guy, super honest, don't give a shit about nothing. Like if you and me were out <coughs> hunting Bigfoot and we got video of Bigfoot, we have already talked about this. We would post that video, and ninety percent of people would go, "Oh, that's fake. That's that's CGI. That's this whatever." Me and Steve would literally go, "Okay." We don't give a shit what you think. We know what we saw. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. And like, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> maybe that that UFO statement falls in that vein. But like I like I said prior to all this, I'm very big on the way you articulate, the way your body language is. Somebody made a snarky remark or a yeah. stupid facial expression, and now Kyle's fucking fired up. I'm not really fired. I was now offended. Kyle is disappointed. Out there, that's a good word. That's a good word. Disappointed. And then it it gets a little bit wonkier because Chris starts to break this down, and he he says that you know at this point in in our in our lives, the government is allowing people to look into and investigate a phenomena, whether it's UFOs or these celestial beings. They're allowing people to investigate it. And he says, so if the general public were to type UFO into Google, they would basically get 70 years 
of UFO disinformation. And Ryan chimes in, and also Bledsoe said so. So what Chris is claiming here is that for the past 70-some-odd years, the government has been writing a narrative to completely and utterly discredit the arrival of these celestial beings. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I understand now. So that way, when people look to the sky, they're doing it in fear and not acceptance. They're wanting... Their narrative is that the government is pushing the UFO agenda. To snuff out the religious agenda. Snuff out the religious being agenda. Yes. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, that uh, kind of makes me feel a little disheartened. A little bit. Because I'm going to tell you, like personally, and I... 100%, 100%, I believe Mr. Bledsoe had an experience. I, I, I'm not going to dispute it. Um, but there are factors to this, like when you listen to conversations about how Ryan kind of like, he's he, he plugs his reach a lot throughout these conversations. And, it, and I'll be 100% honest with you. Like I said, I looked into the Bledsoe's a lot. A lot. I read a lot of comments, there, and there are a lot of people that find that distasteful in a way that it because because he's pushing his podcast so hard, because he's pushing a movie narrative so hard that it's making people start to question: Are you doing this for money? It's it's discrediting. That's what it's doing. Yeah, that's what it's doing. And then, not to mention, you just took a giant dump on the UFO community. It and, makes me wonder if 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 it's true if if they really believe that the government is pushing the UFO narrative to discredit the the divine being narrative why is the Vatican so against it That's a good point. The Vatican has it's nothing really good point. has nothing but 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 to be able to stand there and say we were right all along. We were right yeah. since day 1. Yeah. That there is a higher power, and the Vatican. Ironically enough, the Vatican said, "Don't touch these things." Yeah, because they'll fuck you up. Because they are not. Oh man, divine I mean, that, beings. That brings a whole new level of confusion to this conversation. It. I, when I, I know we haven't uh, done an episode on Max Spears yet, but I had started. Yeah, I, you need to do that because it's it's a really fucked up case. It, it started. I started researching it. And I, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Max Spears goes on to state that what we think when we hear the term abduction being taken out of your house and all, all the things that Bledsoe encountered as well as all, like 95% of other abduction encounter, he said they are not what we think they are. He said that they, they are done by the government. I can see that. Which almost fuels a UFO narrative. Yeah, that's true. You know? I still think that... I think I if I had to take a shot at this, I feel like some of them, which I, I think you brought it up to me before, they're like there's specifics around it, but 
I feel like some of them are 100% the government. And if you think think about it from the government standpoint, well, I mean, if aliens can do it and run a bunch of fucked up tests, why can't we do it and run a bunch of fucked up tests? Oh, yeah. You know? But I also believe that aliens are behind some of it. Because, like, my experience alone, I feel like it w- they were not from this world. Right. And then if you want to factor in like the way your boy talked those times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. It's like, cause he didn't even like with that, he didn't even know what uh, an alien abduction was, you know? Right. And for him to reference it exactly like that, it just, it's crazy. Yeah. I hundred percent crazy. I don't know, man. And if, if it almost like, if you have, I'm just going to reference them as cosmic beings. If you have cosmic beings interacting with humanity on a scale like like they're interacting with Chris, uh-huh. emotional, uh, all, all sorts of things, physical, and you are a government and you cannot stop it. You have no way to prevent them from fucking with all of your people. But you don't want your people to know and freak out. You start pushing narratives. Oh, it's it's angels. It's it's religion. And then you're like, well, not everybody believes in that. Right. So it's it's UFOs. There's abductions. There are aliens. It's almost like each angle is trying to keep you in check from what is really there. Yeah. And when you dig into it, they're like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't look into it. Don't look into it. <laughs> and it's like, it's almost like they surround the people in those camps with people who further the narrative of those camps, you know? Yeah. yeah it's like living <laughs> fucking current politics. Everybody gets in their own little echo yeah. chamber, chambers, yeah. you know, and, you're afraid to hear outside because don't get me wrong i live in my own fucking echo chamber right i i like and we've talked about it like and it's one thing that it kind of made me mad about the ufo statement because like when i think of extraterrestrials ets whatever however you want i think that it is highly possible that there is an advanced civilization somewhere within our universe, our dimension from another planet that is smart enough and advanced enough <coughs> excuse me, to travel here. That's what I think of as alien because it doesn't, it doesn't matter if there's a fucking cat on Pluto <laughs> that would be grounds for us labeling it as an alien. Right? Right. Correct extraterrestrial outside of this world. It's what I mean. So I'm also cool with the fact that there are other things out there, whether it's in our universe, whether it's in a dimensional state, whether it's in a fucking heaven. Like I'm okay with that too. Like I just, I just, me personally, I despise when people just go, no, can't be. This is all, everything paranormal is from these light people. Yeah. Like, and I'm not good with that. 
that's that is the the best and the worst of the paranormal community. The best part is is that everybody can have a different theory and nobody knows what's right. Right. But the worst part is, is that there's so much like animosity and so much like cult like um what's the word I'm looking for? Loyalty. Yeah. Cult like loyalty yeah. to your specific narrative that a lot of times nothing outside of that exists. Yeah, yeah, for, that's fair. But and and to be to to almost counter argue myself. So say say I sat down with Mister Bledsoe and he was like, "No, Kyle, everything is from these these light beings." And I'm like, "Well, I don't buy it. I I don't like that narrative." But it, now I may I may still not agree with that narrative. But if he was like, "But listen, Kyle, these light beings have the ability to create. They created." Uh, Bigfoot, they created this, they created that from their seed, essentially. And then I would go, I mean, I could see that. I could totally yeah. 100% see that possible that possibility, okay? Doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean I have to subscribe to it. But I can see your thought process. I can see how, okay, maybe I am wrong. Maybe this is the way that it all actually happened. But until I have proof sitting in front of me, I also have to go with the way that I view the world. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not going to shit on him for <laughs> feeling some type of way. That that's just that's just rude, irresponsible, and you, yeah. know, you just throw every whatever else you want on top of that. And it's just like how you are in this camp of of this interdimensional thing. And whereas it doesn't necessarily fit my narrative, but I 100% see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? I would never be like, no, fucking Steve's wrong, guys. He's an idiot. Uh, I'm right. <laughs> that much. Part, every, part every, of that statement is Everything true. <laughs> is from Jupiter, is, okay? They're all aliens. Everything's aliens. No, it's just I, just, I just live in a world where I like everything to be, it's like Bigfoot is fucking Bigfoot, okay? <laughs> aliens are aliens. Demons are demons. Like, there's this vast. Compartmentalize the paranormal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, but it's not. It's it's opening everything up for its own own lineage, its own tree. It's a, you know, and that's how I like to view it. It doesn't mean that I'm right. It's just and it's it's also a way for my brain to process it as well. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. not to mention it makes for great conversation how we we like we always say we're we're on the same we're not on the same road, but we're trying same to get to the same destination. Yes. We're just taking different paths. And every once in a while, our paths are like, ooh, look at this. There's an intersection here where we can link up. Yep. You know, and that's what it's all about. In my opinion, that's what it's about. You can't, to, to write off something just, just dead nuts is a doing a disservice to any, any kind of um, research and any, any, any kind of experimentation you're doing into a subject. Right. You know I agree. I mean? Like, that's, I 100% agree. Like, but can't, you Mr. Can't Bledsoe is like, <laughs> And you know what? There might be parts of this story that we don't know that are extremely crucial oh, in the way that he I'm, thinks. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. You know what I'm saying? So we are kind of saying everything we're saying from an the, incomplete standpoint. The, just from the information that we have. Yes. That, yeah, we can't do any more than that. Because I feel like 
it probably was such a life-altering experience <laughs> for him. But it is... He's it lucky is, his brain's still intact, yeah, in my is, opinion. It is for everybody that's been abducted, you know? Absolutely. Like, look at Travis Walton. Look at yeah. the Allagash abductions. Like, all the all of those people's lives were drastically altered. After Absolutely. That. And Absolutely. maybe, maybe this whole religious aspect, aspect is just his coping mechanism. It could be. As to how he's handling it psychologically 100% could be but there's just things things that he has said and things that uh he states that the beings have said that they that does not add up you're right with something looking out for us 100% right because in that first regression he talks about being so scared yeah so scared crying scared yep. grown man crying scared but this is this this is spawned from a being that wants no fear like yeah all love. There, there could have been a hundred. If, if you're a, like I said, an omnipresent, omnipotent being, if you're, there is a hundred million other ways you could have went about that. Well, and think about it too. If, if they're as powerful <clears throat> as he claims to be and as people claim to be, if they have the ability, because like Chris has stated, that by these, these lights that come across his property, once, once he makes contact with them, once he is visually looking at them or what have you, it's almost like he he experiences one of these downloads where information gets put into his head and this, that, and the other. If all that's possible with this <clears throat> powerful being, you would think that like you would have no choice, but when you turn to look at it, you would just feel love and and yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like because it should be powerful enough just, to like hey 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 you're good yeah like yeah I know I look fucked up. <clears throat> Yeah. But but instead, like, because he, he even describes it when he goes to meet the mother, like, he doesn't see anything in the light, but he feels this love coming yeah. from the, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it eased him, but yes, at, the, at that point, but at, at the beginning, it didn't. He was terrified. Yeah, he was like, fuck all this. It, it was 100%. Yeah. It was 100% textbook abduction. Yeah, which is, yeah, without question. Which is nothing but a traumatic event. Yeah. A terrifying event. Fear-filled horror show. Yeah, which they could have avoided if they were this powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, you had a bunch of other people experience this. Yeah, you had a dude shoot at the UFO <laughs> that 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 didn't didn't get any reassurance from these beings that want just love and not fear. That's a good point too. You know, so they a, just get to be scared. Yeah, if a dude was scared enough to where he's taking pot shots at a UFO. At it, and and not to mention, if you remember, every one of these guys thought the world was ending, and they were being invaded. Yeah, that's I feel in the love. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good point, dude. That's that's what I'm saying. If you if you are the all the almighty creator, and your prime objective, which is what they stated a hundred times in the regressions, they don't want fear. They yeah. just want love. They don't want fear. They just want love. You picked a scary ass way to go about it. Yeah, but and at, like, the whole time I'm reading that other regression, I know I keep referencing this, but it like it, it does remind me of the possibility of Brotherhood of the Snake. How like like and you you pointed it out too. Like, what if these beings are the darkness? Like, oh, they're yeah. the ones just straight that, jack that flipping the narrative. My mind too, when they're like, they're like, there's other beings out there, and there's other entities out there that are gonna tell you that we're bad. Yeah, but don't listen to them. Like, 
It sounds like what a bad person would say. That's a that's the biggest red flag you can get. If somebody's trying to warn me about you and you're saying, nah. Yeah. Just well, ignore no, them. No, but no, but even furthermore, like you're pre-warning them to someone <laughs> else's warning. Yeah. Like, no. No. Like if they come like and Steve, tell you. Steve. <laughs> if Sarah if Sarah tells you that I was flirting with her, she's lying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just ignore it. Yeah, it's she, not true. She's trying that's gonna to make plant you, seeds in your yeah, head. That's gonna make you initially go. You're like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like when, because when you read, I was, I wasn't gonna point it out. I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm like, that's the most sus goddamn thing you can say. Is, it kind of is. Is if if there's a bunch, there's a lot of beings out there. There there are. Uh, government agencies, there are religious agencies, there's your own family that is going to tell you that we're probably not good news, but we are just don't worry about it. It is that is really messed up, and it's even even just hearing you say that the fact that the we know we know at least CIA is involved, NASA's involved, Vatican's involved. And at least two presidents have been briefed on the Bledsoe case. MUFON's involved. MUFON's involved. Discovery Channel got involved. Uh, ghost hunting. Like, it's it's all paranormal altogether. And everybody that gets their hands in it, they're like, nah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just crazy that there there is an event. There is something going on where the Vatican and the CIA both have stake in it. And both want nothing to do with it. Also, fair point. <clears throat> like it, because it blows even, my even mind. Even Discovery just dropped it. They could have made like That's look, true. look at look at look at what I did in a, with a podcast and I'm me writing. Yeah, look at look at like all five of plus these, hours. All of these paranormal shows that are out there now that that, that they just run amok on. Look at yeah, Ghost why aren't Adventures. they revisiting Bloodso? Why didn't they make it into an entire like? Series, like you said, because you said it was short, like it was going to be a series. Yeah, because well, when I when I hit play on it and that episode ran of the Bledsoe encounter, it went to a completely different encounter. So like that was his. Oh, so it was like one of. But, it, yeah. but they could have. There's enough information here. Oh yeah, they could have made like a, a six part series, but Discovery's right. like nah. And and we'll to be just... fair, to be fair, I don't know if at this time when that documentary was going on, if he had had. The lady Other, experience yet? Oh, okay, but nevertheless, Could look at back. Yeah, look at what I did with the first encounter. I didn't have video either. Yeah, or firsthand investigations, or his family's testimonies, or the guy's testimonies. There is there is nothing more suspect than telling people if someone comes up to you and tells you that I'm sus. I'm not. Yeah, they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a yeah. It's like a dude yeah. a dude knocks on your door and he's like, "Yo, I need to stay here. I'm cool. If anybody else comes up and tells you that I just murdered their family, don't believe them." Yeah. Okay, okay. come on in. Okay, we got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just And like it, I said, it does there's not there add up. I guarantee there's parts of the puzzle that we don't have and I, I, Maybe that I, aids in this conclusion. Maybe agree. it doesn't. I don't know. I just don't. When we when it when it started, it um that first that first statement they made as soon as he mentioned God and they're like, 
Yeah. Well, I said, we're dealing with something a little different here. Yeah. Especially, and it just, seems to pan out that way because even, like I said, even and when you said they the the angel remark, how they flipped the script and they're like, yeah, yeah, dog, we're, that we're, one, yeah. that one definitely submitted we're, me. We're angels now. Definitely Chris, submitted me Chris in a way. Believes of in gods and angels. We're gods and angels. Yeah. we'll roll, we'll roll right. with it. We got him locked in. You know, and, and I, it's just... I hate, I hate it because I feel like they are being so manipulative. And like, like I said, it's like cosmic gaslighting like they're playing into his emotions like as you can tell by the regressions that he is so emotionally invested in this oh yeah like like it affects him on a different level and if it have another thing that if you okay if you think about it from this aspect too when he met the mother in this egyptian whether it was egypt itself or whatever the fuck it was she was on a essentially a throne propped above everything right if you if you are a being or a force that wants to promote love and peace would you do it by an elevated position would you do it from an iron fist like you must follow what i say or there will be no peace yeah that's that's another thing you know what i'm because if if she was all loving because she she talks about how the the woman will rise and it almost makes it sound like it's a fight for power yeah, and, yeah. and like may, maybe she is we'll just pretend she's part of the tri- this trinity and there's the father the son and the mother she's almost making it sound like well now it's mom's time okay now the women are gonna rise which also correlates with the was it hinduism or whatever like, like it's all going to change. In yeah, the age of darkness yeah. will end in 2025 and, and change in 2026. Another thing, another thing that threw me off that made me think of Max Spears was when he, when she asked about the mother, he referred to her as human. Yeah. Which, I, like, made me wonder if he was just talking about her form, like she looked human, or if she really was a human. That's a good question. Because I, I think, that would play into some weird like governmental shit going on yeah you know i took it as like her form was because i i kind of did too know. but then i'm like man he sounded pretty sure yeah because he she said she's human. human yeah which is not humans are not yeah omnipotent beings yeah it's just so We're weird pretty trash and like going back to the way she's approaching it like you can Especially from a woman. Women are very compassionate. And they, they project their compassion a lot better than men do, yeah. right? Yeah. And you, you take that aspect on the fact that she's all-powerful. He even says that she she uh, kind of shows him these images, right? Like, like, as a, like I said, women are very compassionate. And she should be able to, instead of like being on this elevated and talking about rise and, and all these like hostile takeover type things. Like why can't she just, why can't she just like make you feel, make you feel loved and show you images of love versus like this, this powerful stance for it. Yeah. She, she totally could have took that narrative. All you, if all you need is love. If you, if, if, if this, uh, culture of love takes over, 
everything will be okay. Yeah. But instead, she's like, if this culture of love doesn't happen, look at what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And it's no, just, that's, it's yeah. just obliteration. Yeah. If you don't do exactly what I want you to do, mass casualty yeah. horror show. Yeah. Which I mean, for a being that doesn't want anybody afraid, again, pretty weird flex. Right. Sending premonitions of God knows what to the dude, especially a a number one, your spokesperson. You're sending him premonitions of horrific Carnage. things. Yeah. I don't know. And even don't, it just doesn't even just goes doesn't as far to give him <clears throat> the uh the date of the, the damn wa- earthquake. The, no, the watchman scripture, which is from Joel the yeah. Watchman, saying if you don't blow, blow the, trumpet, the trumpet, you're everybody's blood is on is your on hands. your hands. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's that's some heavy weight. Yeah, that's not you know? being very compassionate because, <laughs> like you know, I and I think about like just the representation of the woman in compassion. Like there are times where I can be hyper angry or, or, or sad or whatever, and just. Just my wife coming over, she didn't even have to say anything. She could just put her hand on my arm, letting me know, like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, like, I got you. Yeah, and that is more than enough to to kind of conquer most of the time what I'm going through. And then... just It's like, it just disengages you. Like, Yes, <laughs> like, the, the women have that ability, and it's very, very special. But, like, what is going on here is this whole forceful narrative, like... Like the more we talk you about do. it, the more my brain is like, you do, "This might man. actually be really bad." You do what we want you to do. Yeah, and and he's to the point now where he's vested, like he's like, "I will not falter. I will not waver. Oh yeah, I it, cannot fail." It, yeah, it's it's it is just uh, it is like a a blind loyalty to whatever these things are, which. Yeah. I don't know. Is terrible. It, it doesn't matter what it is. God, E.T., the cat from Pluto, a demon. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's the uh, cat from Pluto. The head of the Department of Defense, whoever this is, he is blindly loyal to them. And that's and it terrifying. it sucks because, like I said, I've listened over six hours of this man talk, and he is fucking super genuine. Oh yeah, I he don't, seems like the I don't sweetest he, guy ever. I don't doubt that he is encountering whatever he's encountering, but I don't think it has good intentions for him or for anyone else. Oh, man, I don't want it to be that way. I want it to be yeah, like what he like, says, yo, like, love this, yeah, but for they, sure. they like like. It's kind of a fucked up old school way of looking at it. Like it reminds me of like a king. Like yeah. Follow you me. Will obey. Follow or me for peace. This will happen. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in you know when Ryan references the deity, it's, it's like yeah. of Fatima. I mean, it's she like says, Old Testament obey. God. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Like yeah. like like it. It's it's reverting back and play like it like it knew Bledsoe was a religious man. And then it at first it took the Old Testament God where it's like, you do this or this happens. I will flood this motherfucker and drown everyone. And then it got into New Testament where everything's like forgive and love. Right. And it's almost like it's it's maybe when they're uh, uploading stuff into his head, they're downloading. downloading stuff back and they're like... You can almost guarantee that. Yeah, this, this <clears throat> man is so uh, vested in his religion, we can just mimic it 
and it it'll just pull him that much further in. And th- also think about how fucking terrifying that is. That statement you just made when they're uploading, they're downloading. Oh yeah, they- which is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I, at this at this point, like I, I'm on the page where something out there knows everything that's in my head. Well, I'm sure I- <laughs> I'm sure that that something's not even that far. No, no. I apologize if you're reading my thoughts, but. You chose this route. That's another another (laughs) fucked up thing. Whenever he was on that ghost hunt and he saw that entity with the green eyes, he said he started singing a song so they couldn't read his thoughts. Why are you trying to prevent them from reading your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what are we trying to hide here? Yeah. And was the green eyed entity, did he ever figure out, was that, was that one of them? I think so. Then why, why don't you... If if it's all love and you you are hundred percent backing them, why don't you want them There's, in your head? Why are you? It's why are you scared to have them? Like you you should be open arm, open arm. Yeah. I, I accept it. Like why why are you trying to keep them out? If they're if they're all good, why are you trying to keep them out? Yeah. Why don't you want them there? And then why did Doctor <clears throat> Basalka have so much concern for you whenever all these government agencies were getting involved? She 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 said it's it's something bigger than you think. Yeah. Like Man. it. There's a lot that doesn't make sense. A lot. I got. I have way more questions than than anything. I, and, and I feel like like the CIA is keeping tabs oh, by having sure. him send the information. Hundred percent. And the fact that he got roped into all this shit. And the, I don't know, man. It does. It makes you it makes you wonder, like about the things that are going on now with NASA hiring all those religious heads yeah. to come in, and it's almost like everybody's trying to get their their ducks in their, a row. Yeah, their hands straight before the next move goes. Yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> it's it didn't know. go the route I thought it was going to go because I I just thought it was going to be an abduction story. Yeah, same. But this. Hundred percent thought the same like thing. Alien abduction. I should, I should say that. Yeah, that's where I was at. Because I don't think I'm with you. I don't think it's aliens. No, I don't uh, know what the fuck it like is. Like aliens in the in the uh, yeah. context that we yes. think are aliens. Yes. I, I like the more I said it, and the more it resonates with me. I think, like, uh, I think something heard our our prayers like via collective consciousness. And it's like, these people are in dire need of some help. And I can a hundred percent take advantage of that. Yeah. And here we go. Like, and, and, and realistically, like for me, the best way that I could describe the way you're describing, or I'm, I'm imagining would more or less be a celestial yeah, some something like something of a higher, like a inter, way higher, maybe like yeah, like a way higher <laughs> frequency or a way higher and now, or, or or it was a whole group, like it was it was a whole race of beings that that managed to intercept, Possible. and now they're just toying around. They're like hundred percent could be. They're like look at like it's it's like like like, like, you, like, like ants. You, yeah, like you said, the ant to a human ants would look at us and be like is that and all we would have to do is drop a crumb of a potato chip and they'd be like oh my god yeah. they're like they like they are they're they have this this being has food falling from the sky yeah like 
Or we step on them. Yeah, this this being walk, washed out fucking 200 generations of our, of our existence. And just in a blink of an eye. Yeah, that's, that's I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because, because after uh, you and um, the guy from The Bump, I can't remember his name. Uh, Bo. Bo, after you and Bo had the conversation and we were we were kind of talking about it and talking about the power of words and talking about spells yeah, and yeah. then like you you go into like what is prayer? Well, prayer is essentially not that much different. Yeah. Then an incantation. And then I start thinking about collective consciousness and how we how how we send prayers. We just throw them out there. Yeah. We just throw our intent and our need and our wants and our helps. We just toss it at the sky. Well, maybe God isn't in the sky. Maybe there's a bunch of horrific, terrible shit in the sky and they're listening and they That's heard. So, so scary. And they're going to decide to answer back. And then what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. And like. Maybe they already have. No, you're right. And, and maybe the government and the Vatican aren't the bad guys. Maybe they're just trying to try damage to control. keep everybody like, like shit's bad enough here on earth, not having to think about some g- galactic entity playing fuck fuck games with us. Right. And obviously the, the government and the Vatican know about these entities. They may not know what they are, or where they're from or what they're doing, but they know of them. Because I'm not trying to be on the side of the government or on the side of the Vatican. But no. no. The alternative in my brain, in this case, does not sound like the answer either. <laughs> right. And like, dude, this this case had like is such a roller coaster for me. Cause when I was listening to the lady, like I had so many of these like awesome feelings. Like like she talked about guiding, and I'm like, "Well, dude, I fucking, I feel like we've been guided from since Egress." Maybe and then, she affects all of us. <clears throat> it's possible. And then, then she's like, "I will place people in front of you when the time's right." And I'm like, "You know, we, I told you when we talked to Bo about the fucking all the ro- proper timing." I'm like, "Am I being? Are we being placed in front of Mister Bledsoe to help his journey to?" to aid him in his travels. And then just the weird synchronicities with the Merlin comments. And then because some, sometimes Ryan comes in with these like way off topic things. And like he did that with the, the King Arthur thing, but it it was relevant in my world. It makes you wonder who's or what is pulling the strings for every, for every person. Yeah. And then every living, and then, when you take that King Arthur statement and pair it to what, what Charlie from the confessionals told us, because we were having that conversation with him about egress and everything else. And I explained to him how I felt crazy, but I felt like we've been guided, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what he say to us, maybe you guys are soul brothers and you, you were meant to do this for all time. And here, I mean, I look at Steve, like, what the fuck does this guy know that we don't? Yeah. Like, it's one thing for guys like you and me to make that comment, but for a man of that stature to say that with With, zero hesitation. Yeah. And then you have, who could arguably be almost from the same vein, 
the CIA saying that, hey, Mr. Bledsoe might be a re reincarnation of Merlin and you could be related to King Arthur. And like, it's like, what the fuck is actually going on out there? <laughs> That's that. You know what? You, you have, you have wrapped it up in, in a box, in a perfect little <laughs> Kyle compartment. Like, what the fuck's what going the on fuck out there? What the fuck is going on out Because I don't know. It's like, so weird. The more and and now I wish I wouldn't even have had the thought about prayer because now it's eating my brain away. Like, like just you we're just pissing our thoughts in the wind and something out there's yes! going, got it. Because you talk you talk about uh And that's terrifying about consciousness and things and and all prayer is not is not a like it's not a physical act. It's a com it's a total conscious act like you put your mind into it and you just where the fuck was i reading that you send it oh my god out in the fucking article we have uh that thing that the guy sent us a while back well uh well this conversation between the chinese guy and the aliens oh i haven't read that yet huh i haven't read that yet i was just started reading it the other day because you remember when it came over yeah, and yeah, i yeah, translated yeah. all of it from yeah. chinese to english da, 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 da. It says in there that this there's a specific thought form that's infinitely faster than the speed of light. I'm, and I that's how it. it's preferred communication between ETs or whatever the fuck it is and, and anything else. It's this... See? I told you. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. I told you. Because, like... Yeah, it's it's... Why, like why why do all aliens quote unquote decide to use telepathy to talk to to communicate with right because it, it, it i'm i'm assuming i don't know it knows no bounds it knows no links it knows no speed it just it just does so we're like like i said we're out here throwing all of our our concerns, all of our fears, all of our hopes, all of our, all of our triumphs. We're we're thanking, we're we're asking, we are like questioning, and we're just we're just projecting it out there. It's it's like when we sent radio signals, like or when we sent the satellite. Just yeah. we're just gonna toss this motherfucker and see if somebody catches it. Well, what if you have seven billion people consciously thinking, sending fucking sending uh, messages out into the cosmos and beyond the cosmos. We don't even know where thought goes. No. Thought could, thought could be tied to no bounds. You know, it could go, it could go any fucking place. Yeah. And we're just, we're, and, and like thinking about prayer, like <clears throat> our people pray about things that they're scared about. Oh yeah, all, for sure. All human fear. That is kind of fucked up now you say that. All human fears of, of us as a species, we are just shooting them out of there. We're like, here we go. This is what sucks. This is what we don't want. This is what we're scared of. <laughs> That's and so all, bad. all it takes is one, one shitty being. Yeah. To uh, like, I can do like, that. Like, think about like like Thanos. Thanos yeah. hears it and he's like. I'm in. I got this. I'm in. I got this. I'm a hundred percent in. Right here, and I'm not gonna read it all, but it says that they the person asks, you know, hey, how do we communicate with you? What's the the wave frequency? Blah blah blah. And their reply was it's a kind of deeper thought waves when humans are in thoughtless 
thoughtless awareness just below the level of conventional thinking. That's a kind of long waves emitted when the brain waves are in balance. It's of fast frequency and direct, and it's the medium of communication with aliens. It almost, Human, it almost humans can use thought waves in this frequency to give out information by practice of staying. Can't say that word. Quiescence. There, right here. Yeah, I'm. Re- I'm not smart. There are some methods for you, Earthmen, to achieve this, such as sitting still, praying, weird, praying. Oh damn! I can't. Repeating in your mind. That's That's fucked. That's fucked. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh no. And then this person says I'm like, man, that sounds like meditation, or that sounds almost like hypnosis, but like it it directly relays like praying. Like it's like yo, praying like is one of these ways of sending this information. And if these beings want to be godlike. What better way to get all the information than to convince every religion to do the same thing, to to get on that level yeah. and put it out there. Yeah. Where they're just like, okay, here we yeah. go. Here we go. Everything that everybody's scared of, we've got it. We've got it. Which which goes on further to make you think, man, maybe maybe these things are interested in fear. Because, well, it's control. Yeah. Well, what most prayers are, please help me through this terrible time. Yeah. You know, that my my you know my cousin is sick in bed and dying. Please help me do this. Or right. this person is not good. Let's pray for them. And it's it's like, oh, dude, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not like a bartering method. Um. <laughs> Where they're like, she, she was doing a lot of bartering in there. You do this for me, or right. this is gonna happen. <clears throat> but real quick, uh, oh, I hate that that's in there. The person says, well, "Okay, how fast are these thought forms? Are these thought waves, frequencies, or whatever?" And they're like, "The aliens like it's beyond the speed of light. It can arrive in an instant." Like, well, can you tell me an exact number? The reply is one thousand thirty-six thousand sextillion kilometers per second. I wonder if there is I wonder if there is a correlation with that number. I don't like, know. Like to some to something uh in science. So the person the person talking was like that this number is different from what we earthmen have known which is 7.6 million kilometers per second. What is 136 1036000 1006 kilometers per second I don't even know what that I don't know that's that's fast I wish my internet speed was that fast oh yeah me too (laughs) but that's all I'll be reading from that I am not gonna dive into that anymore damn I didn't even realize that yeah I didn't either until now I don't know my brain's officially it's, melted. Dude, that's like I said, I hate uh that I even thought that because all I know is that everybody's got some <sighs> couple long ass episodes. Oh yeah, I didn't realize this was an hour and a half again. The other one was two hours. <clears throat> I just 
I don't know. I think it's way more nefarious than Mr. Bledsoe thinks it is, and I hope. I'm I'm kind of falling in that camp. I am kind of falling in that camp. Oh, check that out. The it's on a Facebook group. What is the exact the exact statement? Oh, really? No, that's the answer. Yeah, but the question: This number is different from what we Earthmen have knew, which is 7.6 billion kilometers. Yeah, that's what I have in the thing. Yeah, which means it's posted on this. Yeah, so they must have posted it somewhere else, too. I don't even know what this is. Anyway. About time to wrap her up. Oh, great. The Giants are coming. Yay. We are going to end that there. Thanks for hanging out with us for the last 20 million hours. But until next time. that Yeah, that wraps up the blood the Bledsoe encounter. The Bledsoe encounter, and yeah. Unless something new comes up. I know we went up. off on some tangents there, but that's what we do. Yeah. So until next time, stay safe, stay weird. What the hell did you say to wrap it up in a little box? What the fuck's going on out there? What the fuck is going on out there?